0: Morning, Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus. Morning, Lord, we worship you, King of Glory, for you alone are worthy of all our worship, all our praise. We return it to you, Lord, and we thank you, Lord, for the breath of life. Thank you for the breaking of the morning, Lord. And we say, thank you, Jesus. Glory, hallelujah! Glory, hallelujah! For the breath of life. Thank you, Jesus. We are grateful, Lord, for another day to be in your presence, to meditate on your words. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you all the praise, Lord Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For in Jesus' mighty name we have worship. Amen, amen. Good morning, good morning, everyone. I welcome hosts to another episode on Iron Sharpens Iron. Today we will be meditating on the word... John chapter 4, right. May the Lord bless us as we study his word. Amen. I read, Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard the report that he was making and baptizing more followers than John. But really, Jesus himself did not baptize anyone. His followers baptized people for him. So he left Judea and went back to Galilee. On the way to Galilee, he had to go through the countries of Samaria. In Samaria, Jesus came to the town called Sica. This is near the field that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. Jesus was tired from his trip, so he sat down beside the well. It was about noon. A Samaritan woman came to the well to get some water, and Jesus said to her, please give me a water to drink. This happened while his followers were in town buying some food. The woman answered, I am surprised that you hacked me for a drink. You are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. Jews have nothing to do with Samaritans. Jesus answered, you don't know what God can give you and you don't know who I am. The one who asked you for a drink. If you knew, you would have asked me, and I would have given you living water. 11. The woman said, Sir, where will you get that living water? The well is very deep, and you have nothing to get water with. Are you greater than our ancestors, Jacob? He is the one who gave us this well. He drank from it himself, and his sons and all his animals drank from it too. Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But anyone who drinks the water I give will never be thirsty again. The water I give people will be like a spring flowing inside them. It will bring them eternal life. Fifteen, the woman said to Jesus, Sir, give me this water. Then I will never be thirsty again and won't have to come back here to get more water. Jesus told her, Go get your husband and come back. The woman answered, But I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You are right to say you have no husband. That's because although you have had five husbands, the man you live with now is not your husband. That much was the truth. The woman said, Sir, I can see that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews says." That Jerusalem is the place where people must worship. 21 Jesus said believe me woman the time is coming when you will not have to be in Jerusalem or on this mountain to worship the Father. You Samaritans who worship something you don't understand. We Jews understand what we worship since salvation comes from the Jews. But the time is coming when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. In fact, that time is now. And these are the kind of people the Father wants to be his worshippers. God is spirit, so the people who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. 25. The woman said, I know that the Messiah is coming. He is the one called Christ. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Then Jesus said, he is talking to you now. I am the Messiah. Just then Jesus followers came back from town. They were surprised because they saw Jesus talking with a woman, but none of them asked, what do you want? Or why are you talking with her? Then the woman left a water jar and went back to town. She told the people there, A man told me everything I have ever done. Come see him. Maybe he is the Messiah. So the people left the town and went to see Jesus. 31. While the woman was in town, Jesus' followers were begging him, Teacher, eat something. But Jesus answered, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. So the followers asked themselves, Did something or someone already bring him some food? jesus said my food is to do what the one who sent me wants me to do my food is to finish the work that He gave me to do when you plant you always say four more months to wait before we gather the grain but i tell you open your eyes and look at the fields they are ready for harvesting now even now the people who harvest the crops are being paid They are gathering crops for eternal life. So now the people who plant can be happy together with those who harvest. It is true when we say one person plants, but another person harvests the crop. 38. I sent you to harvest a crop that you did not work for. Others did, did the work, and you get the profit from their work. 39 many of the samaritan people in that time believed in jesus they believed because of what the woman had told them about him she had told them he told me everything i have ever done the samaritans went to jesus they begged him to stay with them so he stayed there two days many people became believers because of the things he said 42 the people said to the woman First, we believed in Jesus because of what you told us. But now we believe because we heard him ourselves. We know now that he really is the one who will save the world. 43. Two days later, Jesus left and went to Galilee. Jesus had said before that a prophet is not respected in his own country. When he arrived in Galilee, the people there welcomed him. They had been at the Passover festival in Jerusalem and had seen everything he did. Jesus went to visit Cana in Galilee again. Cana is where he had changed the water into wine. One of the king's important officials lived in the city of Capernaum. This man's son was sick. The man heard that Jesus had come from Judea and was now in Galilee. So he went to Jesus and begged him to come to Capanion and heal his son, who was almost dead. Jesus said to him, You people must see miraculous signs and wonders before you will believe in me. The king's official said, Sir, come before my little son dies. Jesus answered, Go, your son will live. The man believed what Jesus told him and went home. On the way home, the man's servants came and met him. They said, your son is well. The man asked, what time did my son begin to get well? They answered, it was about one o'clock yesterday when the fever left him. The father knew that one o'clock was the time that Jesus had said, your son will leave. So the man and everyone in his house believed in Jesus. 54, which is the last verse. That was the second miraculous sign that Jesus did after coming from Judea to Galilee. May the Lord bless the reading of his word to us in Jesus' name. Amen. So I have few highlights um, to share. Verse 10, Jesus answered the Samaritan woman. He said, you don't know what God can give you and you don't know who I am. The one who asked you for a drink. If you knew, you would have asked me and I would have given you living water. You know, um, this actually you know tells the reason why um most of the times we struggle to let go and let God, because we don't know who God is. Neither do we know what He can give us in exchange to the things He's asking us to let go, and this could be maybe relationship, maybe marriage, maybe your job, maybe a career, you know, maybe a ministry, you know, maybe a denomination or. Whatever is asking you to let go is because we don't know him that much. We don't believe in him. We don't believe that we can trust his word. Hence, we just want to always be in control of things. We refuse to let our guards down and allow God to take control of our lives and the situation. So Jesus is saying to you and I, if only you knew, you would have asked me to invade that situation. And I would have given you living water and you will never be thirsty again. So what is that thing you are struggling with? That you need to let go and let God lay it at Jesus' feet this moment. And ask God to take control. Give it all to him. And in verse 24, God said, God is a spirit. So the people who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. So what Jesus is saying to us today is that God is not a building. It's not a man that he must lie. And by building, God is not a building, a denomination. That if you don't worship in this particular church, then I'm not worshiping. If you don't pray this particular way, then I'm not praying to God. God will not answer. He said, you don't even need a title to preach the gospel. You don't need to dress a particular way for people to know that you are Christ like because a true worshiper worship him in spirit and in truth. He's talking about your heart. It's a place of relationship with God. So my question to you is, do you know God? Have you truly accepted him as your Lord and personal Savior? Do you have relationship with him through his word? Do you know your God? And 34 talks about, said, so Jesus said, my food is to do what the one who sent me wants me to do. He so said, my food is to finish the work that he gave me to do. So I want to ask you, what assignments, what assignment has God given to you? And how faithful are you with it? How faithful are you? May the Lord help us to know him more. In Jesus' name, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you um, for how you've been faithful in our midst, speaking to us. And uh, we, we appreciate you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we pray, O oh Lord, help us to hunger and test for you more and more in the name of Jesus. Quench the test of our hearts, Lord, uh, and feed us with the bread of heaven that we may live for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you everyone and have a blessed day. Bye.